It's time for the Hadit.com radio show. Hadit.com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hadit.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the, uh, on this ninth day of June 2014, we're here for the Bachelor Hour, and sure would like to welcome y'all. Uh, and uh, if our technician is stretched down there in Arkansas, uh, he's trying to stretch the time out on us a little bit. He'll be along. Uh, see, today we oh, well, be sure to call in. Our call-in number is three four seven two three seven four eight one nine. Our call-in number once again is two or three four seven two three seven four eight one nine. And if you have a question or comment, please call in. Uh, how you doing today, John? I'm doing good. Don't forget to tell them to select option one when they answer. <laughs> oh yes, uh, be sure to select option one. If, 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 yeah. <laughs> If you'd like to talk to us. Uh, oh, I'm just sitting here thinking about all these things that are uh, things that make you depressed in certain areas and things that make you scratch your head and pull your hair out. And just listen to all the stories break on this, what do you call it, scandal gate, schedule gate or H gate and donate or whatever they call it. But the uh, main reason we wanted to check into the show today was to find some way uh, some way to put together the number of veterans that have uh, waited for their claims years and years and years and couldn't get VA treatment because they wouldn't service next for a condition but the claim was in process. And uh, I'm thinking the regional offices are just as much at fault as the other folks. Yes, that's, that's true, John. And I was uh, listening to the to the news today. Yeah. And it just so happened they come out. Now, uh, this was uh, one of them news networks there on television, you know. Yeah. That, that box everybody stares at. Uh, but there were 64,000 veterans in a 10-year period that had never received medical care. Cool. 64,000 that they know. What? Hey, and, guess what, and girl? There was 57,000 who who have waited in excess of 90 days. That's right. To to see a primary care uh, 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 doctor, and I would suspect that's probably a conservative number. As a matter of fact, I think they're both conservative numbers. Uh, well, Drew, we have a caller. Oh, we have a caller. Uh, call. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Well, good, good, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I was listening to those statistics, and there's something else. 
And if you know they're cooking the books on one thing, you bet your your, your bottom dollar they're cooking books on something else too. On everything they touch, uh, is my opinion. <laughs> we call them we call them refried books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, let me tell you. Who we got? Uh, you got Michael calling from Detroit, Michigan. Well, thanks. How's things in the Motor Mike? City, Michael? All right. Yeah. How's things in the Motor City? Uh, things in the Motor City are. Well, weather-wise, things are pretty good. Today's a beautiful day, but as far as uh, the vet situation here, things are it's the same way all over the country. You know, uh, uh, I, I've been fortunate enough to find a few of my friends uh, through Facebook, you know, and uh, some of them are doing pretty well as far as uh, keeping their spirits high. But everybody's falling, you know, for the same, uh, uh, going through the same uh, trenches or going through the same problems with VA. You know, it's easier for you to to uh, go through Social Security or or another entity like that than what it is to go through VA. Uh, yes, it is, and uh, and uh, actually. Um, I got to give them credit for this, but I got my Social Security uh, by uh, uh, the VA sending in my medical records to them, uh, and uh, they didn't give me a bit of problem on the Social Security. However, mm-hmm. I uh, I really uh, have a uh, you know have a problem with the VA on. Their diagnosis, they don't seem to want to diagnose anything, and if you do get a diagnosis out of them, chances are it's going to be wrong. Yeah. Uh, you have to scrutinize all, all their medicines they give you, all their diagnoses. You better get a second opinion, that's for certain. My only beef for Social Security guys is once a veteran gets 100% permanent total, he's uh, under 60 five or six or seven or whatever his age is, he still gets a letter every couple of years from Social Security wanting to know if he's worked or or if he's still the same. Uh yes, I did get that. Uh yeah, so, I'm over sixty five, but Yeah, I think thing that, uh, good thing like uh, MRIs and things like that don't lie. You know no. <laughs> no. things, you know, if you got things like uh I fell off of a of uh off a helicopter, and I got one leg that's physically an inch and a half shorter than the other leg. Uh, my case, uh, I, I put in the claim in '06, and you know, it's, 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 I'm still at appeal. And, uh, yeah, you're still at appeal. I'm still at appeal. That's, that's Would you hurt your back when you fell, or what? Uh, well, what it did, it it, it caused uh, what they call. Uh, Wow, I've been wearing what you call inserts in my shoes for the longest. But the inserts, they only go to like an inch. They don't go over an inch. If you go over an inch, you have to have a special shoe. They don't yeah. want to give you a special shoe because then they got to give you a, a – you know how they like to lowball you in the first place when they, uh, if they do uh, grant you any type of benefit. So, uh, you know, I was lowballed with the uh, 10%. And uh, I was diagnosed with PTSD. I'm a Beirut um, Marine. You're a Beirut Marine? 
uh, Beirut Marine, and uh, but uh, they di- uh, I was diagnosed uh, with my private doctor. His name was LeBlanc. He was a French doctor, and uh, I thought I was like uh, having a nervous breakdown, you know. And uh, he diagnosed me, and I was like, wow, I didn't even know what PTSD was. But uh, he felt that VA would be better served for me to go to. And I was like, okay, why not? You know, I didn't even know what my rights were because nobody ever told me what my rights were. So you were served about the same time I was. Yeah, and uh, if it wasn't for uh, that, uh, you know, for my job, if it wasn't for FMLA, you know, the Medical Leave Act, I probably would have lost my job a long time ago. That's probably the only thing that really saved me. You know, so where you at? Where you at in the appeal process? Uh, um, I'm supposed to be uh, having a hearing at my, uh, you know, at the regional office here in Detroit. And man, I've been waiting on that for four years. <laughs> You've been waiting on a deal for four years. Four years just for the. Who's year. that helping you? Uh, I went on two years ago. I. I uh, I found a lawyer, a Nova lawyer, and uh, he's a former Marine. He was a gunny, and uh, I got him because I could talk to him, you know. So when I'm say when I say I'm shell back, polywalk, he knows what I'm talking about, and I kind of, you know, and uh, you was a, a polywalk on the way over. <laughs> <laughs> to the rest of the guys, you know, um, uh, I met a guy who was one in my class. It's only five of us in a class. And, uh, you know, here in Michigan, and, you know, I haven't seen any Beirut vets. And uh, he's from, no, you know, he know. was, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I was in Beirut with the, uh, the uh, Italian, excuse me, the, uh, the French and the uh, American embassies got blown up. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and then uh, we re- uh, they relieved us, and then that's when the uh, beds got blown up. But it was all mm-hmm. an escalation, you know, getting shot at every day. And, um, you know, it's a, to me it's a lot of disrespect because we always go from, and I have, you know, we're all, I love that. We're all, you know, we're all brothers. We're all one. I want to make that point perfectly clear, you know, but I feel a little sad sometimes when we go, you know, from Korea to Vietnam, and there's, like, no mention of Beirut at all, and we go straight to the Iraqi wars. Well, me, know, uh, that was still considered combat, though. And, uh, yes, which which I never knew that, but and then yeah. uh, I asked him why was anything put on my, my BB-214. They shouldn't have, and nothing was ever put in my DD-214 that I was mm-hmm. in a combat situation or in a hostile fire zone. And, and uh, that isn't fair either. And uh, when I, uh, you know, I've been at all the bases with the contaminated water. Uh, when I broke my leg, I was in Camp Lejeune. I was in a hospital for three days for a broken leg. Why are you in a hospital for three days for a broken leg? I don't know. You know, for the rain, you know, they get your ass in and get you out. <laughs> they put screws in? Uh, nope. But 
I, you know, but my leg is one leg is physically shorter than the other, and I've had it measured, and it's not at the hips. You know, the the it's the discrepancy is not at the hips. You, know, you say you fell out of a helicopter and just had you broke your leg? Well, I, yeah, actually, I was working on a helicopter. It was a CH forty six. I'm a bubble okay. chaser, and uh, I was it was a storm. You know, North Carolina, you know, the storms roll off the coast. And uh, we had to pull the bird on the inside of the hangar, but it didn't have any uh, non-stick on the fuel cell or on the top of the bird. And since, uh, mm-hmm. It was like hydraulic fluid everywhere. And it just, you, you, boom, here I go. And, uh, oh, bless your heart. You know, <laughs> just one of those things. And uh, you know how it is. It was an investigation. You know how they do it. If, uh, if you were found that you were negligent or you wouldn't, you know, safety, you weren't doing what you're supposed to do because you have to have uh, licenses to touch every type of equipment, <laughs> you know, even, uh, you know, to tow the aircraft, you got to have at least three people, you know, one person uh, actually driving and two people on, on each, you know what I mean? At you least on each side. Yeah. At least on each side, it's just one of those things where it was a bad storm the plane wasn't equipped with the uh, proper uh, things on it to stop you from sliding. Because, you know, most of the planes have steps in them where you, you know what I mean, when you you walk into those steps where you can get into, but it didn't matter. It was just too slippery. Oh, bless your heart. Well, yeah. I hope hey, I didn't want to work. I not That wasn't con- uh, classified as your fault, was it? No, it wasn't. Uh, well, then uh, the VA shouldn't be giving you any static about uh, uh, giving you well, a service connection. I tell you what, uh, for the last six months, my little 10% they gave me, you better believe that they took every dime for the last six months to pay for, uh, what do you want to call, my meds oh. and uh, my doctor's visits. And when I go down, I don't get where you call that. Uh, I don't live in Detroit. I live outside of Detroit. So I don't get uh, travel, see, and all that. So really, and I really, you know, man, I don't want to say I've given up on the benefits, but I'm not, like, holding my breath. I'm really going down here because I need the help physically. I love my family, and I'm trying to get some type of peace in my life and uh, uh, happiness. You understand what I'm saying? You keep record of every trip you make to the to the facilities in Detroit from your house. You keep yourself a logbook. You go back in the history of that, and when you get your when you get things lined out, and you get about thirty percent, you go back to them, and you tell them from your effective date you want your mileage and you want it right now. You better believe it. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Any medicine co-pays that you pay, you tell mm-hmm. me you want that money back. When you get that, you tell me you want that money reimbursed and they have to pay you interest. Yeah, and it's a shame that the way they do you. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I really think that it starts at the top, and, and it's guys like you that keeps the conversation going. Um, I feel for the other guys that don't have the support. Uh, I met somebody 15, 16 years ago that said, like, 
something's wrong with you, <laughs> you know. And, uh, uh, you know, everybody doesn't have that type of support. You know, it's staggering when you, they talk about how many veterans commit suicide every day, uh, the staggering numbers of uh, homeless veterans. And you know that the numbers, you can't trust the numbers. My God, man. You know, you doing? And the, You're doing. the guys that I was in with, they gave everything they had. The honor, the commitment that they had, they gave everything they had. Yeah. And people gave, you know, they gave their lives, man, and they deserved more than that. Their families deserved more. And, um, to me, I think it's a shame when I see a veteran and it's like 30 or 40 years later and they, they're finally uh, pinning his medal on him. Man, his family could have used the benefits. His kids could have went to college. You know, that's a shame. It's a crying shame. Happens every day to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, what's going on with your PTSD claim? Uh, it's, it's still stuck with the RO. Excuse well, me, what they, yeah. they denied for? Um, they said that they don't believe that I was in Beirut and they don't believe that my PTSD is, is because of Beirut. Even though I have letters that my mother kept with the, with the uh, what's that, the FTO address, from, yep. me, from Beirut, telling them that it's bombs, you know, everywhere. Mama, I don't know when I'm going to be able to come home. I'll write you later. What about your I unit records? Can you get a hold of them? Excuse me? What about your, what about your unit records? Can you get a hold of them? Uh, yeah, we got a... Uh, it was the worst storm in Beirut in 50 years. There was a, a lot of people frozen in the mountains. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, so there was a lot of, you know, you gotta get frozen bodies and being after. And after that, it was uh, the, the uh, floods came because, you know, all the snow. But we got a unit accommodation for that because we were flying in weather that we shouldn't have been in. And Is your name on that? a lot of people. Is uh, everybody in the unit? Yeah, I, I got, uh, I've got a, uh, it's a unit accommodation. I do have my medal. Okay. Then what is their problem? They, do, you, the, do they know the you have that medal? Is, the problem is... Um, corruption, hey, looking at it. disrespect. The problem mm-hmm. is it's set up for you not to get your benefits. Can you tell me what they're doing to you? What are they doing? When you file a claim and they get the evidence in, they request your records. Once they get your records, they look at them. They, they, they actually browse through them. They don't really look at them with a, with a magnifying glass or microscope. Then they don't see nothing. They issue you a denial letter. Once they issue that denial letter, now did you peel off the bat or did you let it fall, did you let it die? Oh, I peeled off the bat. Okay, you keep it open. Once they do that denial letter and you send the information back in, they they do a blue sheet, put the blue sheet on top of it. Another one, new material evidence. Anything they send you send to them, it's supposed to be new material. They don't look past the blue sheet because they've already looked at it according to them. They're not digging past that blue sheet in your record, and that's why you're DRO. The DRO will look past the blue sheet. Well, I hope he does. Whenever uh, they decide to, to give to me a docket number where I can present all my information. You're going to go to BBA, you know? buddy, I'd say. 
Yeah. You're going to go to the Board of Veterans Appeals because uh, regional offices, they're, uh, they've got one thing in mind. That's to make you go away. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I so, mean, you, you, know, you deal with this stuff. I mean, we deal with this stuff in very large scale. We have uh, mm-hmm. You remember Haddon, don't you? Yes. Well, what's your Haddon call sign? Uh, uh, M-E dot plum. So it reads okay. me plum. Okay. So you look at, you know, we've got 11,000 members. And a whole lot of members have been in your same situation. Oh, yeah. But uh, you tell that noble lawyer to get his butt going and put a lot of fire into the VA. He can call the ombudsman and jump him every day if he wants to. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to call him up first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell him to ask him to go ahead and get it moving because uh, y'all getting hungry. <laughs> and But be careful oh. on PTSD. You say, are you still working? Oh, no, uh I haven't worked in um, four years, and uh, yeah. I've like uh, I worked for the post office. So OPM has, has said okay on my PTSD, and Social Security has said okay on my PTSD. How long take you? How long take you get your OPM disability? Not, but not, not just, just just inquiring about that. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, I know. A lady just got hers the other day. It took her fourteen months. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've been reading online where um, some of the guys are saying that they're, they're trying to push some of these old cases through. But then, like the, uh, like you were stating the figures earlier, you know, the other gentleman was stating that uh, 64,000 didn't even go. You registered, but don't, didn't even make it to the doctor. Wow. <laughs> well, a lot of them go register in the... They get slapped in part of Group 8 because they have no uh, uh, surf neck disability put them in the top three party groups. Oh, and they get put on the back burner. The and that's what happens to them. But they're still, you know, and most of them are waiting for claims to be adjudicated. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them I, don't I, had, uh, I had a couple of friends, uh, and I worked for the post office, and I had a couple of friends of mine that, uh, that died from the, uh, the burning pits. Because, you know, we were talking, you know, sitting up talking, and he was telling me, Big Ridge was like, he says that uh, when he started burning the pits, it was like the mist and the oil. It was like a yeah. mist of oil in the air that they were breathing. I, a, I was like, you know. I had a buddy yeah. just got diagnosed with thyroid cancer because of burn pits. Yeah, it's something else. Now, my thyroid got taken out about uh, 18 years ago. You know, a woman is eight times more likely to have thyroid problems than a man. Like, wow. <laughs> no, it's time to get on these people because it's a. Uh, what about Social Security? Did you get Social Security? Yes. You did? Okay. Nope. The only problem I'm having is with VA, and it really pissed me off because they question your service, and then they're, you know, effectively calling me a liar. I'm not getting honorable discharge. <laughs> VA question. They, they they don't question. They question your integrity. Yes. <clears throat> and it's uh, it's dehumiliating. It is very very, you know, the way they treat you. It's it's alien. And it's a bad thing when they treat you like an alien. But yeah, keep fighting. Don't give up. 
No, I'm, I'm, you will win. Uh, I'm you will win. Yeah, I have to, every now and then I have to read the success stories, you know, and put a little congratulations to know, you know, I can't. Uh, I refuse to let them win. I refuse. When you do win, up. when you do win, hang around. Had it help help other folks who are struggling because we've got eleven thousand members and it's just a drop in the bucket, you know, mm-hmm. of the people who actually mm-hmm. use the site. Yeah, and uh, so you know we see it's nationwide, worldwide actually. You know, because, you know, what they've done to these veterans, I mean, they've tested these veterans with uh, VX and GB, and uh, these veterans have got illnesses, and they, they won't service connect them. And uh, they test them with all kinds of other tests. Uh, they do all kinds of weird stuff. There's people that get injured every day in the military. The military is a dangerous job, whether you move yeah, in a helicopter yeah. or, or on a ship. Flight you know. deck. I've been on dangerous. a flight deck with, with, with uh, pilots. That, uh, that are trying to do touch and goes because they have to qualify to uh, land on an aircraft carrier. Was you on okay. the LPH? Weather, huh? Yeah, was I, I was on the Saipan and I was on the uh, Guadalcanal. Okay, awesome, the weather's dude. bad. He's scared as hell. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they, oh, man, please. I seen, I seen Lieutenant get his ass chewed for over-torquing an engine. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, because you're only supposed to go by 80%. You don't, you know, and he got real scared, too much power. But then we got to change the whole training. It's something else. Yeah. It's something else. Yeah. But I love uh, you guys, yeah. man. I love the the job that you're doing. My wife was like, you should call him up one day. Uh, I'm, I've been trying to call you up for the last three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well we're glad we got <laughs> you, you, You're in Detroit. <clears throat> listen yes, to sir. go back in the archives and listen to one of Bob Walsh's shows. He's he's your neighbor up there in Detroit. He was okay. he's a hell of an attorney, buddy. Bob Boss. Yep. Okay, I saw Robert D. Walsh. Yep. He was uh, Keith Walsh. Roberts' attorney. Remember really Keith now? Roberts? Yeah. Mm. He's right there okay. down the street from me, buddy. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to do so. that. All right. All right. I appreciate the info. No problem, buddy. Hey, you yeah, guys keep doing what you're doing. Hey, you're right. doing buddy. Yeah. Uh, thanks for come, calling in, Mike. My hey. uh, let's hope it don't take you three weeks again. <laughs> no, it sure won't. You know, I'm going to keep my eyes on you guys, man. I really appreciate you listening to me, and that sounds some pretty good information and advice. I appreciate it. Well, well you stick with that, and they put you in the right place. Is, uh, help get the information out. Uh, uh, we want to help all the veterans we can. And we know there's a lot of them out there that need the help, too. I appreciate you guys. My best advice to you is become proactive. Don't be reactive. You know that's right. Be the head and not the tail. You're a Marine, buddy. Act like it. (laughs) (laughs) Simple fire. I hear that. All right, now. I'll talk to you guys later. Okay. All right, thanks, buddy. No, bye-bye. That's the case point there, Gerald. That's uh, another veteran in the same situation. You know, he's... 
got 10%, he's just like you. He's waiting for the rest yeah. of the stuff to come through because they're beating the death of co-pays and things like that. They're going to take that money exactly back. Exactly right. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the same boat. And, yeah. uh, uh, boy, every month I get a bill from the VA. They show a prompt. You know, they're prompt. They want their money. And uh, it's about enough to eat up that uh, 10%. So, well, yeah, uh, eat it up. It balances the books, don't it, on their and part? And if you don't pay it, they'll yank it out of your bank account or, or Social mm-hmm. Security checks, what they take take it out of. Well, they take it. And, yes, they, they take try it. to take it. That's a sad uh, situation. Yeah, it, but, it's, it's not a good But thing. how many veterans do you know, Gerald, that are like this, that are in limbo because they can't, uh, you know, well, they don't have a service connection. They're stuck in part of group hail on the VA. And, uh, you know, they... Well, quite a few, actually. Yeah, and and there, there's quite a few right there on hand. Yeah. That's true. So, you know, if something's got to give, you know. So, I mean, I think these regional officers are guilty of something. Uh, you know, it. It. I've said this all along. It's all by design. It's, it's not mm-hmm. by accident, or it's not that we're dealing with a bunch of dumb people. Uh, I think the focus needs to change a little bit. Change a little bit. Yep, me too. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing today, Mike? I'm hanging in there. Well, are you hanging there? You sound awake now. <laughs> groggy. I'm still groggy. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, double my sleep, man. Wow. Okay. But we got to figure out Bye. something, folks. You know, it's a. Uh, Somebody's got to plant the right seed somewhere because it's under the scrutiny right now the regular hospital system is. And uh, they did investigations. We heard today they did investigation locally and cleared them, but there's a couple areas they're looking at pretty heavy. So they're going into every every VA. And they're telling them that if if everything, if if there's a certain delay in patients, you know, the, the, the wait... And they're authorized to use fee basis. I so, hope that's true. Well, they had that authority before, uh, John, and they didn't use it. They, they did use it, but sparingly, you know. What right. I mean? Now, if you're a veteran waiting on an appointment for something, you think it's important, you've been waiting for over 30 days, I'd be calling the VA up tomorrow and tell them I want, I want fee basis for my appointment. I think that's a good idea. There's nothing wrong with doing that. No. Nope. Nothing wrong with that. Well, you know, get a hold of a uh, medical uh, IG. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you got to... Well, still go through channels. They tell you no, go, for the, go to the patient advocate. You're not satisfied there, then go higher. You know... Well, that's true. Yeah, you got to go up the chain of command. Yeah, you need to stick with it because that way you don't want to. I mean, you don't want to hurt yourself in any way like that, you know, because you want to make sure when you do things, you got to do it right. Because you don't want to get punched out on a technicality. Yeah. Nobody does. You know, but you want to be jumping right up and down. They know it's like. I mean, I, the number of times I want to just go to the regional office and jump up down top of somebody's desk. I, you know, I, I, I got the vehicle many times taken off that way, buddy. Yeah, I tell you what, it'll sure get your dander up. <laughs> I tell you what, it, this whole thing will turn me into the hardest person to live with in the world. 
I was really hard to live with. And I, I feel sorry for them poor telemarkers that called the house. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I'm serious. Call the VA. Give them that one eight hundred number. Call yeah, me at the office. Well, they like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but do it. I mean, that's you got bill bill collectors calling you. Forward the number. One eight hundred number. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's sad. I mean. <clears throat> well, it's disgusting. <laughs> you take a you take a pretty young man who's waiting. He's go for a vet or later and he got injured or he's got some issues and he's waiting on his compensation from the VA and he can't work he's got a, probably got a family and some kids you know and they're probably living off of some other type of help the wife's working two jobs trying to make it ends meet that's uh that's not the American dream people no, that's the American not. nightmare that is a nightmare and and uh you know, it's it's broken up family units. It, it's destroyed family units. Uh, it's it's so difficult for a family to to maintain their existence, even uh, uh, when you have this type of uh, no good going on. That uh, you know, the family can't hang together. It takes money, and and uh, without family support. Poor veteran, uh, he he's in a world of hurt. Drew, let's hold that thought. Let's pay some bills. You want to? Well, I'd like to pay some bills. All right, let's pay some bills. We'll be back in about twenty-five seconds, folks. You're listening to the Hadit.com. You're listening to the Hadit.com radio show. Hadit.com is veterans helping veterans. We leave no one behind. Not on a jungle trail. Not on a desert trail and not on a paper trail. If you want any information about the VA, log on to www.hadit.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Basser Hour. Uh, we're here on the Hadit podcast, and our call-in number <laughs> is 347 uh, Four eight one nine. Our call-in number once again is three four seven two three seven four eight one nine. If you have a question or comment, uh, feel free to uh, call in. Uh, we see you call. Uh, we'll certainly bring you on board. So, um, yeah, uh, John. You know, we got to keep the family unit together, and and thereby uh, giving the veteran uh, more more support. And uh, it, it's a heck of a deal. If it wasn't for website and the type of people uh, that uh, come to have it uh, for the support of other veterans, it would be uh, really a sad situation. Uh, there true. are other groups out there, but Haddit has really went above board and and beyond to uh, uh, lend a helping hand. For, you know, 
in in the form of knowledge, uh, as far as dealing with the claims issues, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, if we can get through the claims uh, process in one piece, uh, we have a chance. A lot of veterans, and and that's where the the downfall is: is getting them through the claims process. <coughs> Well, they got to get now, as it's turned out, the medical end of it, uh, my land's a, it's a disaster. <clears throat> it's a bird to hand. It's the same. I mean, even though the medical end of it's just now got caught in the cookie jar and veterans are dying waiting on care, and the veterans are dying waiting on their claims, too. And don't you forget that. Yes, there are. And I think there's a lot more than that uh, makes the public eye. Uh, well, there's a lot know, more. Uh, when they release these numbers, they're pretty conservative. Well, I want to see these numbers, you know, because that's something I want to see. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, we've tried, people have tried class action lawsuit after, you know, after lawsuit trying to get some of this stuff moved and done with. And, uh, but since it's uh, in a certain area, it can't be touched. You know, where they walk around like they're untouchable for years. And then you look at the, the upper echelon, the upper management of it, and you see how much of a quagmire it is. You it's know, a bonus uh, system. If they get rid of the bonus system, that's number one start. If they well, would, uh, if they're they doing stuff on bonuses, I, if they're doing illegal stuff to get a bonus, they should go. They should, they should go to. They should go to prison. That'd be, that'd be my thinking. That's like that's the same as insider trading. That's the same type of crime yeah, as insider yeah. training or embezzlement. It it's same difference. Uh, it it's stealing by deceit. They're stealing from the veteran in in order to line their own pockets. That's what these bonuses are. When they get prosecuted, them tell Bernie I said hi. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Bernie made off their everybody's money. <laughs> he did make it off with everybody's money. <laughs> yeah. So you figure it out, I mean. Because I didn't have any. <laughs> yeah, that's true, you know. <laughs> but this is this this is criminal people. And that's the bottom line. There's gotta be some stuff involved. I mean they need to start from the top to the bottom, every department and, and look I at it. I heard the Justice Department getting involved yet, have you? Uh I doubt they will. Yeah, that's Bernie unreal. Sanders don't like it. They don't like it. Don't the wheel. Huh? They don't have to do nothing. They don't have to do nothing they told to do. <laughs> oh, I did hear today, uh, you know, where uh, the House voted for uh, 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 the VA top dog, top dog to have the authority to do away uh, to fire. Yeah, the firing bill. Yeah, uh, Harry Reid, they said, uh, vetoed that bill. He's not even going to introduce it to the Senate. I'm about to write Mr. Reid a letter right now and ask ask him to resign. Uh, now, have you ever heard the likes of that? Knowing mm-hmm. what's going on, Harry Reid pulled a stunt like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not t- taking political sides here. It don't matter to me what, but uh, 
Why in the world would he he do that? Because he was in that position. Uh, well, it doesn't matter. He's from a little state in Nevada. His population is pretty low. I mean, that's the only place I know where gambling is illegal. You can get away with what you want to. Well, it's corrupt anyway. Yeah. That's the mafia's home. It's something else. But that's a, that's a heck of a deal. I don't know. Now we're going to have to wait until the election, 2014 election, evidently. Well, the veterans, the veterans in Nevada ought to get together and start a recall, try to recall him if they've got that law. I would think uh, they would certainly be excuse enough because my lands, that's a, that's a turn you back on the people you're supposed to, you know. Mm-hmm. Veterans have given a lot to this country, a lot more than, than what's observed. Uh, uh, not only in the sacrifice of their own lives, uh, some has give, you know, that's ultimate, but some has given, given a lot, and, uh, uh, and, and it was under the belief that it should something uh, happen to them, or they'd become maimed or injured or exposed to some kind of uh, uh, toxic agent that could harm their health that they'd be taken care of. And he done that because of he done that because of party lines, probably. Well, I know, but this is when politics should be stopping. I mean, uh, this is not about politics. This is about taking care of this country's veterans. To them, everything's about politics, Joe. They have no, they have no conscience about that. Uh, you know, this country wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the veterans. Mm-hmm. We would be holding the show in English, would we? <laughs> well, no, we wouldn't. Uh, I don't think I could speak too much German. Probably goose-stepping somewhere. You know. German or <laughs> Japanese know. one. Japanese or I don't know who all. Everybody hates us. Yeah, we would be working at the car plant making cars, no matter what condition we're in. <laughs> And your kids, too. Yeah. Take a break, pee in a bottle, and go back to work. Yeah. <laughs> no, but this is a pathetic yeah, situation. This is, this is not a political issue, and uh, uh, they need to get away from the politics, and they need to take care of this. This is a criminal offense here that's went on. It is. And... Uh, uh, you know, it's not something that they can easily sweep under the table. Yeah. I don't know what what the White House would do if the veterans was all gathered arm in arm and, and, and march in there on the White House to get their attention. Same thing they done back in World War One. Well, they'd probably start Call shooting. in the Army and shoot them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's out. You got to do it. You got to do it in November, people. Go to the polls and vote. Whatever you do, go to the polls and vote, whether you think your family's got it or not. You got friends and family. Spread the word. Get it out. 
get all the pastors out of there. Try to vote some new people in that's uh, got some brains, or I don't know. I don't know what happens to them when they get to Washington. They they lose their minds or something. Oh, special interest gets their pockets full. And uh, uh, the way you combine them is uh, going to the polls. Even your state and and uh, city elections go to all them. Uh, get some new blood in there. Somebody that might have some morals to them. Well. It's hard anybody to have morals, Gerald, because I don't know anybody I know would like to spend $10 million to get a $100,000 a year job. Would you? Well, that never did make sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a fool, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you got to find a number. How many How many veterans? Anybody find, comes across the information, somebody let us know, because I've been looking for it. I want to know the number, of course. They may not keep numbers of that because it's too embarrassing, but uh, there's got to be numbers somewhere. You know, last year, how many over 20,000 veterans died with their claims to be adjudicated? Yeah, it, it yeah. was. So that's what, that's... Uh, and that's that about, means it's going to be more the higher number this year because we have more claims in. Yeah, that's several hundred per state. Yes, it is. You know, I mean, people are dying every day. Every that? day. Was that Bob Walsh we had on the show? Uh, or was that uh, uh, Paul? I think it was Paul. We were talking, talking about, about numbers there, and he said like it was, what, two an hour or something? Yeah, two every hour. Two every hour. So there'll be two veterans died during the of this show because of what they claim to be adjudicated and don't make it. Paul Sullivan, yes. Yeah. There's supposed to be a hardship process. If you're pretty sick, they're supposed to adjudicate your claim pretty quick. Well, mine's on a hardship, but they yeah, but don't seem to help it. No, they asked for a hardship on the tornado, and you know what happened? Nothing. So that's, uh, of course, they don't care. You're just a number, Gerald, to them. Yeah. They don't know you. They haven't seen you. Well, that's they the sad sure part about it. They don't to know them, do they? I think you know, God, I do. Uh, whoever works on your claim should uh, uh, send you a letter or something, say, my name is Joe Brown or whatever, and here's mm-hmm. my number if you, you know. I don't think that'll make it past the second garbage can. Well, not, but at least you don't go look for Joe Brown. <laughs> what are you going to say, Mike? I was going to say they'll probably, they'll, probably, they'll probably send me to a CMP. Oh, yeah. Always. Always. That's crazy. That's crazy. CMP stands for what? Compensation and pension? Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's what you think it stands for. They call that cancellation and prevention. Cancellation prevention. Or cohesion and problem. Cancellation of problem. More or less. Uh, folks, if you got health insurance, if you got Medicare, 
or any type of health insurance and use the VA, uh, find you a doctor. Start going outside. Uh, you know, we could make some room for some of these folks coming in. I use the VA. I don't have to, but I do for some things. Anything major, if I stepped inside the VA, I think my wife would kill me. <clears throat> so if you have health insurance, any opportunity at all to go outside the VA, I stress this, go out, get out outside, do something different. I use uh, Medicare and the GAP insurance because yeah. one of the reasons I started doing that, number one, I live so far from the VA, and number two, I I did see some of the shenanigans that went on there at the VAs. Uh, although, overall, my experience with the VA medical side of it, I've gotten some good people. Uh, and... Uh, so they've been pretty good, uh, but I know others that haven't fared so well. But I still, I go to my, I have my own local uh, internal medicine doctor that I use, and I, and uh, he scrutinizes all my medicines for me because mm-hmm. it takes so many. And I would advise anyone uh, taking a lot of medications to have an external uh medical doctor, uh, internal medicine doctor to scrutinize your medication and uh, be sure that they all are compatible with one another. So many of these meds that uh, you take uh, may not be compatible with one another. Uh, That's something you really got to watch for. And another one is diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had several, actually had brother-in-law and several friends die of not being diagnosed in time. They were diagnosed, but well after, uh, it, it was like in stage four cancers. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, brother-in-law <clears throat> and uncle both uh, died that way. By the time that VA diagnosed them, they was in the stages that... Uh, uh, treatment was useless. Uh, so, uh, it, it paid. let me tell you a story. Go ahead, let me tell you a story, Gerald. Back in the, let's see, hell, this must have been the early, early 2000s. I started as episodes where I get real short of breath, and I would, uh, either fall down or if I was doing something, I'd you know black out or whatever. You couldn't breathe. And I started going to the VA, to the emergency room. Uh, I guess I went five or six times for the same problem. And they kept telling me, oh, you're fat. And you, take a, you, know, you need to go on a diet, and that's your problem. Your blood pressure's too high. Of course, I was probably 10% at the time. And uh, so... I kept going back, and finally one day I went back and uh, had the wife with me. Had the same issue, and this is about seven months from the day I first went. And she made him, she got onto him a little bit and told him, "Let's give me a chest X-ray." Well, they got the chest X-ray, and then once I got the chest X-ray, the whole attitude changed. So I went through a bunch of tests and things like that, 
they sent me up to cardiology and they're supposed to give me one of them tests where they stick a, the needle in, you know, to give you that thallium stuff. Oh, yeah. It's a chemical stress test. Well, they wanted me to walk on the treadmill. Well, after about five minutes on the treadmill, I couldn't breathe, so I come off of it. <laughs> I become a non-cooperative patient. And uh, that's when I got out of there and went to the cardiologist outside the VA, and they found out that I had pulmonary hypertension. And uh, so I've had my issues with them, too. But, uh, that you know. For that stress test, that'll, that'll take the top of your head off. You feel like you ran about six miles. Oh, yeah, that's what it's for, you, you know. But, you know, you'd rather have that than have to walk on a damn treadmill, excuse my French. But uh, anyhow, <clears throat> I'm glad I did go outside the VA because if I didn't, I'd be dead right now. And uh, so, you know, that's why I always stress, you know, if, don't listen to any diagnosis you get. You better get a second opinion. I know that's what Bash told me. He told me that uh, your BP is fluctuating so much, and that's what caused the damn stroke. He says you've got to get stabilized. Now I'm going up to 160. Who told you that first? Back, back down to 120s. Who I don't, told you oh, that you first? You told, told me something about it fluctuating like that. Yeah. But I... <laughs> Yeah, it's like a pump stretch. You got a pump, pumping water, and you lose pressure on your pump, pressure back. What happens is the pressure in your vessels and your veins break. If it's low and it goes to high, it breaks off plaques in places you don't want it. Yeah, he said that aneurysm blows out. You're really in deep. Yeah, you're in I deep doo. That happens. That's it. Like a Japanese word, that's kimchi. <laughs> Kimchi. <laughs> so, but I want to can't stress enough. Get outside if you have to get outside. Get out. You know, if you can, if you can, if you qualify for Medicare Part B, get it. Yeah, absolutely, and get that a gap insurance. I mean, get the get the gap insurance. That's what it is. And I've been to the hospital about three times now, and last time was 12 days, and it hadn't cost me one cent. And something else, anybody found out, there was supposed to be a bill passed in Congress about uh, Social Security folks, Security folks, 100% P&T vets. P&T vets. They're supposed to, uh, you know, take, quit, quit aggravating you. Quit aggravating you. But, uh, you know... That's not happening either. A lot of vets are getting these heavy work letters. You know, all you got to do is look at your social security number through the IRS and see if you have worked. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if you have the opportunity to get on Medicare and, and get a gap insurance, you're covered. And, uh if your VA facility is so overloaded they can't handle you, then don't feel bad about going to an outside doctor. I'd like to have somebody who had it put together a database and start researching information and put it out there on the forums about this stuff. You know, statistics and things like that. That's something we could look at. <clears throat> something we can look at because numbers are numbers mean everything. Because, accurate uh, numbers. If we can get some accurate numbers, 
Doggone it, that's our problem. We can't get that accuracy. Well, politicians just know that two vet two voters are dying every hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we want to keep it plugging away at it. We want to keep giving out information every opportunity we have, and and to know there's a lot of uh, veterans out there that's out of. Arms reach, and we got we got to reach for them. Uh, we got to bring them in, and and uh, hopefully uh, help them uh, get proper medical care or what have you. It, it don't matter. You just got to help them. We have to stand together. We're all veterans, so let's all stand together. Yeah, that's true. That is true, but uh, that's what we got to figure out somehow, some way. You know, because it's uh, looks like we're not going to have more callers in Jerome. I've just about exhausted myself. Let's go ahead and end this one about five minutes early. You want to? Sounds good to me. Uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, you got a show, Andy. Yeah, you've been listening to the Hadit dot com Blog Talk Radio Show. Sponsored by Hadit.com. All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of Hadit.com or Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next time for another edition of Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio and the Ask Bastard Show.